This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. All right, boys, we're rolling. We're rolling. Hey, Richie, what? I saw that flyer you posted today. That was pretty dope. The from uh, that New Jersey show. Yes. Wow. Crazy lineup, man. And somebody said it was two thousand one. I think that's yeah. It had to be because Box Cutter was on it. Do you remember um, Chris Mahmood's outfit? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I remember Yo, being sick man's outfit. outfit. What did Mahmood have? He had like a like a straight hat, like a gangster, like like a nineteen forties like mafia hat. For real? Yeah, you don't remember that? Like nah. a sleeveless, like, vest thing? Oh, shit. No, I don't remember that. I remember me and Stickman had, uh, had, um, masks. Masks. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> we were wearing masks, I think, like, from paintball or something. No way. Yeah. We came out wow. with masks on. How do I not remember? Was and Chris I had in a, the band at that I time? I had, yo, you know what? I had this jacket on. Jeez. I had this jacket that I have with me tonight. It's a a uh, black denim jeans jacket, and I had black pants. I got you like had a that whole jacket suit. that long. Yeah, I had a whole suit I got from uh, from Nautica in the, in the crossings. Wow! So I got black jeans and a jacket to match, and a black t shirt underneath. Probably like a chain. A for those chain that don't know, Joe's talking about a flyer for a benefit show from two thousand and one. It was for the singer of Bulldoze and our old band. Called Box Cutter played. Chris, did you play that show? Because you were in Box Cutter at one time. Yeah, Chris played. If it was 2001, yeah, I would have played. Chris okay. was there. Eventually, Chris would leave the band because he couldn't stand Stickman. He was get out of here. I went to come on. school in England. Unbelievable. Tell the Chris. truth. Tell, ah, I tell the England. truth. I wasn't in the. Continent. He was making you crazy in the studio. He was. But uh, so this show was. You got the flyer. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Tell him the lineup of that flyer. This was so. Dope. I think people would go crazy for this flyer now. If this happened, if this show happened. Yeah, it was pretty. When I saw it, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Something else, you know what I mean? It was really something else back then. There was something special in the air. All right, here's the lineup. You ready for this? What is it? Go ahead. This is at uh, Club Chrome in New Jersey. Bulldoze. Damn. District 9. What? Scarhead. Marauder. Wow. Box Cutter. Jesus H. Sworn Enemy. Are you kidding me? Hundred Demons. The fuck out of here. Vietnam. Who else? Punishment. What? Shattered Realm. Holy crap. Path of Aggression. Wow. <laughs> That's I'm not, crazy. I'm not That's familiar crazy. with Path of Aggression. It's the only one I'm not familiar with. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I know just like based on the rest of the, the yeah. flyer, that's an insane show. District man. 9, I love. You know, I think I became more of a fan of District 9 later. Maybe back then I wasn't into them. I don't know. Maybe I was, though. I like District 9. Since that New York hardcore documentary, yeah, that was great, and just the interviews with Mike yeah. and uh, Caesar, Caesar I was yeah. just like, these guys are fucking amazing, really crazy guys. I'm a fan of their personalities. Yeah, <laughs> that was good music back then. But that show, that's wild. Was it a good show? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was packed. Is that the first time Box Cutter played, or did we have? A that show? was like the second or third show we played, and we probably had only like three or four shows, right? Yeah, maybe four or five at the most. Wow, at the most we played five. We played this. We played Sayre, Pennsylvania. We played a show in Canada. 
in uh, Montreal. That's like the only one I really remember. Because that was a mission to get to that show. That might be it. Three. So I'll say maybe four shows. Oh, in Europe. Oh, yeah. We played a show in Europe. Yeah. Like one off. Yeah. Bringing back the Glory Fest. And you know who I just was reminded by pictures. You know who played bass with us on that show? Who? Jay Money. No way. Oh, that's right. He flew out there with with Mahmood. I think so. Ah, that's crazy. A recently deceased uh, old friend of ours. Jay Money. But, uh. Yeah, Box Cutter was uh, a band that Chris despised. It was sort of a rap, rock, rap hardcore kind of uh, uh, a dirty version of Limp Biscuit, maybe with in- <laughs> insane, yeah, like a more ignorant version yeah, of Limp Biscuit. Really ignorant lyrics. When you say ignorant, you know, very ignorant lyrics, and uh, people gravitated towards that show. You know, shows you the mindset of the hardcore person. <laughs> very <laughs> real low level grimy dirty the goofier the better kind of but uh it was fun and there there are a couple records out i think you could definitely like a spotify has at least one of the records yeah but uh in hindsight don't you wish that we didn't like we somehow didn't play hardcore shows with it which like kind of played yeah. a different a different scene we should have been juggalos with that Totally. Yeah, that, been, right? We might have <laughs> looking been back now. Rich juggalos with box cutter. Yeah, we would have made some money. And a little known fact, that's where Mad Joe got his name from the box cutter days. Pop, uh, popularly, that's where. But Big Carl was calling that for a was long he? time. Yeah. Oh. I thought Stickman was the first. No, Carl was actually calling me that. Damn, I've back been giving Stickman props for that. Strength one. for a reason days. Really? Yeah. Carl usually doesn't come up with anything clever. It was a Carl, <laughs> Carl Kibler. Jesus Christ. What's I'm just saying. What's going on? Jeez, Chris is right. He gets offended for other people, Chris. He's so liberal. But, uh, yeah, so Box, yeah, that flyer. Somebody, uh, oh, Isaac put that up, and I saw it. I was like, wow. Yeah, wow, what a show, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was cool, man. And then Chris Hetzel said he thinks Hatebreed played a surprise set on that show. Does that sound familiar? Mm, I don't know. It's possible. Mm. I feel like I would remember that. And yo, for everybody home, we haven't done one of these in a long time, right? It's been, it's been a big minute. gap. It has been a minute. But we were on tour for a little while, and uh, the tour was a lot of fun. And we have to get Luke on here and talk about his award. Yeah. Yes. Luke Rhoda was granted an award only ever given to one person on this planet. Yeah. The first of its kind yes. and possibly the last of its kind. And it was presented to him. By a scene god. Yeah. A legend, okay. if you will. And it was created by another scene god. Gods. So Siv from Gorilla Biscuits, along with Vinny Stigma, the presenter, and a lot of helpers in the mix, yeah. handcrafted <clears throat> a beautiful award, framed it for Luke, because he was everybody's favorite person on a tour that included 50 people. And Luke came and he was presented this award right before the Gorilla Biscuits covered a song that Joe would sing called As One from Warzone. And the tears came streaming down his face. He was so emotional. Yeah. He was. It was a really beautiful we moment. We got to have him on with the award, holding the award on his chest while he tells us how we felt that night. Exactly. You know? He said, oh, man. I never, I should, can I just play it for everybody? I never won a diploma in my life. Now, you got to understand, at this point, Luke yeah. was, his voice had turned into 
Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name from from Godfather? <laughs> oh uh, shit. Uh, what's his name's brother? They, when his brother from Italy came and yeah, him yeah. In court? Uh, what's his name, Chris? I can't think of it. Sonny I don't know him. I got to. I can't. Tangentially, no. Uh, it was like ripped up, but three octaves. The guy that killed himself. The guy who killed himself. Yeah. Well, Luke's voice turned into that because mm-hmm. he was going so hard. Yeah, and he he sounded like he was doing he was faking it, like his voice. It sounded completely ridiculous, but that was all he could get out of his out of his throat was this crazy squeak of a of a voice. But he wouldn't stop talking and yelling still with this crazy voice. So when he accepts the award, it sounds so odd. When he when he, he said something that was just so like perfect and it was so Luke. It, his voice, well, not his voice, but his presentation reminded me of the speech after Rocky beat Drago. Yeah. Okay. Like if you remember that. Yeah. If I could change, and you could change, you know, like that. Like it's not it eloquent. Uplifting. It's not. It's not about the eloquence of yes. the speech and the words. Because Luke is it's very about dumb, but the still, passion he has that passion. he said, yeah. and the passion was so like. Oh man! And as dumb like, as he is, he's a very passionate guy. You know what I mean? So that's, oh, come that's, on, man. Chris, why is Chris always stopping when I'm praising Luke? He's always stopping me. Do you not him. like praise for Luke? Jeez, I hate is? to hear when you insult him. I was looking at the crowd. And I saw people like holding, like gasping their chest, like listening to every word. It was heartfelt, yeah. man. It was heartfelt. <laughs> and and most people didn't even know what they were really seeing. Nah, because nah. this was yeah, this is not it's a, almost a like usual an inside joke. Yeah, it was almost an inside joke, but it turned into something really beautiful. And, and keep awesome. in mind, Luke is the drummer. Of a band, the drummer so, of the 
the band that was playing fourth on this lineup. But somehow <laughs> he is everybody's special guest and the highlight of every set of the night. Yeah. Come on. What a guy. Dude. What, what a, a guy. guy. I'll tell you. He's he's currently healing right now from a little surgery he Please had. Please say your prayers for Luke. And, Please. Uh, don't give any say details. A don't give no details. Private life. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. We hope so. It's 50 50. But uh, he may never uh, fart again from what the doctor said, and that's that's fine with me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if he if he stopped farting and burping, that would be amazing. Oh my god! And everybody avoids sharing a room with him because of that. Now everybody want to be in a room. Oh, man. I, it was sharing a hotel room with Luke is the craziest thing yeah, ever. It's an animal. When he goes in the in the bathroom, yeah. and he's taking a shower. Why is he making noise the whole time? He I don't talks. understand. He talks to himself yeah. constantly. Yeah. Like you would think he was in there with somebody that he hates. Yeah. And he's just like, fucking cocksucker, motherfucker. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. Fuck you, fucking what the fuck, cocksucker. So, so motherfucker. <laughs> why, and why is he doing it? And then he comes out and he acts like nothing happened. Yeah, you're like, everything all right in there? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what do you Dude, mean? What, what happened? <laughs> so the, the tour was fun. Any Chris, your guy, you know, it was what Siv said about Chris is beautiful. It's a beautiful compliment. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> what, what? Joe, tell him the story, please. Tell him the story. So, <laughs> oh my God, Siv, we were God talking. Me. I don't remember how it came up in conversation, but yep. we were just talking about like somebody was playing a good guitar solo or something. Yeah. And he's like, man, your guitar player is fucking good, See, man. Chris? That dude's rich. Complimentary. He goes, is he like. a sandwich. Is he like all. <laughs> It is a compliment sandwich. A compliment sandwich. A compliment man. shit sandwich. Yeah, exactly. So he said, "Is he uh, is he like all there? Is he like all right?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> what do you mean? Say that. I'm like, "Yeah." What are you talking about? Like he's. He goes, "Is he like, you know, like mentally? He's like all there." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Fuck man. Yeah. Holy what do you mean? Shit. Why? He goes, "Oh, I." I was like, "Yeah." He's actually like really smart. He's a he's an archaeologist. He's a doctor. Of archaeology, he's like, "Oh, wow, that's awesome! It's crazy." He goes, I, "I just didn't. I never saw him speak to anyone on the whole tour, so I thought he was like on the spectrum or something." <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and I now said, think, no, he's not. If you don't but, know Chris, think you could understand why he I would can think that. totally understand. Chris yeah, would totally. be in the corner by himself, sitting Indian style, facing the wall. Imagine Luke. Like, Imagine the 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 juxtaposition of Luke Rhoda, yeah, the drummer of Wisdom and Chains. And Chris Mavermanis, the lead guitar player of Wisdom and Chains. Yeah. Lead guitar, typically a, a flashy, like, you know, out in front, yeah. spotlight on me type of a position in a band. Yeah. And the drummer, typically backseat, you know what I mean? Like, a laid you know, back kind laid of back. guy. He yeah. might be wild, but he's got to, like, go extra hard to get noticed. Yeah, like, nobody knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> but in Wisdom and Chains, it's different. It's very World different. Yeah. And if they both met in the middle, they'd be like a normal person. Mm. Right, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's so funny. He thought Chris was on the spectrum. On the spectrum. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. God. Oh well. What are you gonna do? Poor and I Chris. said, no. He's a, he's very smart. You know, he's a very smart dude. And you know, but did you have fun, Chris? Oh, I, I had a great time. Man. For a guy in the spectrum, we still had a good See? time. What was the highlight, Chris? Anything? Any highlights? I just think that it was just a great tour all around. Like I had a really fun time. Everybody's really friendly, and it was just a good vibe, man. An all around good vibe. Very what nice. was your favorite show? I liked Oberhausen, man. Oberhausen, yeah. Oberhausen was, was, was really cool. That London was, was cool, you know. Oberhausen was probably the biggest show, right? That was the biggest crowd, I believe. Turnout, yeah. 
my favorite show, this is visually, you know, it was a great show too, but just because of it was so stunning visually, was uh, Czech Republic. Yeah. Just oh, that club was that so club was incredible. Like, yeah. Futuristic looking yeah, it and really it, cool felt, club. it felt really cool playing the show. Yeah. Just tears of people like stacked on top of each other. It was a strong was, show too, but yeah, yeah, like the venue itself was wild. Yeah, great sound, really cool yeah. looking it was venue. Like futuristic. Yeah. And uh, Chris, which bands did you enjoy most? Do you recall any? Well, I liked them all, man. I think everybody did great. Come on, no highlights. Come on. Well, yeah, I always like watching AF. You AF. know what I'm saying? AF was killing it. AF did great every mm-hmm. night. You know, yeah. Gorilla Biscuits did great. You know what I'm saying? Every band did great on it, I thought. Mm-hmm. Now, who was a better bass player? Gorilla Biscuits guy or Billy Bio guy who's in Suicidal Tendencies? Two totally different style bass playing. Yeah, very oh, different. Wow. I can't, both of those I can't guys really, are I mean, badass. Both badass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's different man. kinds of style. Like, Now, could know. one guy play the other guy's style and the other guy can't play the other guy's style? I don't know, man. Is that... I would... Oh, man. I don't even want to say this, but... <laughs> well, they're both great. They're I mean, both great. They it's, really are yeah. both great. But I would guess that Ra can play any style That's he wants. Billy Biles guy. Because he went to school for it, and he's like, ah, you're like okay. young, fresh out of school. He plays the way he plays because it suits the, the bands that he's in. But I have a feeling he could play any, anything. Okay. You know? But Arthur's like just a genius as far as like yeah. knowing the scales and knowing where his fingers are supposed to be. He's just real clean. His fingers are incredible. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really good, man. He was really, yeah, he was good, man. I didn't even realize it until being on tour with them. Like yeah. I had seen him a bunch of times play, yeah. but I never really like observed, observed. And like he really, in, in my opinion, the sound of Gorilla Biscuits, that's the sound. It's yeah. him. Oh, big part of it. Yeah. Because you know? he's real busy. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of people just couldn't do that if they wanted. And I, you I, wouldn't I, notice it really because the the songs aren't that like complicated of songs, you know yeah. what I mean? But somehow he he like makes them sound the the way they sound, just yeah. you know, based on his busyness. Of I would fingers. think that he studied jazz. Yeah, I I would yeah, wager sure. that just the way he like moved around the fretboard, you know what I'm saying, and the kind of fills and the note choices and stuff that it just struck me as being a dude who was well versed in that. You may be right, Chris. You may be right. And I'll tell you what band was like my standout breakout, you know, band of the tour was Street Dogs. Oh, they were great. Oh, yeah. Great. great, And this is not, you know, denigrating any other band, but Street Dogs to me was just like, oh, my God. It just got me so excited every night. And for for especially for like not really being like a huge fan of Street Dogs before this, but getting to see them night after night. By the end of the tour, I didn't know a lot about him. I didn't. Me either. And I didn't skip a. I knew that my favorite Dropkick Murphys record was Do or Die. Yeah. I did know that. I didn't know that was the singer until he did towards the end when they were telling the stories and stuff. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was the singer of Dropkicks. But yeah, yeah, I know that that's like great the, singer. To me, that's like the classic Dropkick Murphys. That record and the one yeah. after it. You know, speaking of that, I turned my brother in law on to Street Dogs. Yeah. Yeah, because he likes likes Dropkick Murphys. I'm like, you need to check this out, then. Check this band out. Totally just check this out. Yeah. And, uh, he liked it? Yeah, yeah, he really liked it. He liked it, it? He liked it quite a, quite a bit, man. See. Yeah, great band. They had a great set every night. I, I liked watching just the, the energy that they- Real tight. Real professional, you know? Yeah. They, they, like, 
they I think they probably had to work the hardest of like the bands, you know, the 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 for like the middle, the meat of the, the, oh, they had a the rough, lineup. Yeah, that's they right. had a rough spot. Like yeah. following H two O is difficult. Wow. Yeah. You know? That well, was my favorite, H two O. H two O was I loved killer it every night. Every night. Like, every night. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know, the straight edge overtones. I like being it. sandwished between H two O and Agnostic Front, that's a, a hard you spot. Gotta work. To play. It's a rough spot. They, yeah. as, you have to work. Like yeah. you have to be like, all right, we gotta Give one hundred ten percent because this. Well, is I was looking at Street Dogs. I'm like looking at their guitar players. I'm like, see, that's how guitar players are supposed to look: mm-hmm. tall, skinny, black hair, wearing all black. And I'm looking at me, and Chris. We look like, you know, like two garbage men. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like we don't we don't look like we should be playing guitar. Yeah, how what do should I do to that? change? I don't what know. I don't, don't I, I look very like, unnatural? You could, <clears throat> nah, so I'll tell you my critique because I watched some videos of some some of our sets. You know what I mean? Because I wanna, I always want to be better. I want to do better. You okay, know? okay. What do you got? So I was watching, and I'll tell you, you look like a guitar player, man. I feel like a chimp with a guitar on my. You I, did I, great, <laughs> Richie. What really? Yeah. Description is that? Well, I think you're I play pacing, good. I'm just you're saying. playing good. No, I'm talking about your mannerisms. Your oh, all right, pacing all right. on stage, like. Owning the stage, you know what I mean? Like, well, you, Chip owns wherever he's, he's, he's at. Son. That's right. But I just felt well, like they come you know, to look at the zoo. But you know when they they you see a show to a, check the when you see a chimp smoking a cigarette, yeah, it doesn't. You know, like like that's why I feel with the, when I see myself with a guitar. Nah, that man, is you look good. A weird and now, fucking analogy. We man. we bust Chris's balls a lot because he stands in one place a lot. On the I stage, know what the man. fuck. Now, Chris, on further review, go back to the videotapes. Oh, okay. Because I don't know if it was just selected shows, but the shows that I watched, Oberhausen in particular, and and Czech Republic, I watched that one again. And I watched, uh, what else did I watch? I watched London. Londinium. Okay. Chris, you did really good, man. I kind of like hang out in the back. No, but you didn't just hang out in the back. You were like moving. You don't move side to side. Richie and Evan go side to side. I go back and You go front to back don't forget but i got you, my cable man you got your cable and you did but you did you did what you came there to do yeah and i was proud of you Chris. thank you joe you know chris does you take good pictures he does when you see the pictures that come out from the show chris is always looking fresh yeah i feel like like we you know we we did good man yeah we had i like we i like how we did we did good but uh yeah i love Could always H2O. improve everything can improve yeah, but course. i'm trying to like the the one big gripe that we always have, like you know, when we're critiquing our band, is that Chris stands in one place. You know, is it just that we like teasing Chris, or that yeah, we maybe? But I don't think it's really necessarily the case. He was like, he was doing his thing, man. He even did a couple of jumps. I did do a few. He jumps. He did a couple of jumps, which I was wow. like, I, jump, I, jump I had to rewind it. I was like, did he just jump? <laughs> I was I was sort of in a weird way because my ankles fucked up, still fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, I was trying to do what I could do. Jump up in the fucking air and with break that. your ankle on stage. But uh, I that would you be looked... so embarrassing if we took that. <laughs> but sad. do you remember the night that Evan attacked me and Luke? Hello, everyone. I do remember that. It was vicious. It I, was you vicious. were on his side in the argument. I was on his side in the argument, but as soon as he attacked, I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, that was like another level. Why of, would he uh, do that? I don't, I'm still confused by this. Why would, like, uh, this is, he's in our band. He's, the, he's part of the family. Yeah, for those who don't know, a night on the bus, the band, our whole band is there. We always stay up the latest. We always party the latest. You know, we go more than anybody. Nobody could really compete. But that particular night, a friend of ours, Dan, 
who was filling in for Adam and H2O was sitting with us hanging. And we, me and Luke were just talking about, I don't know if, the, if it was that night show or it another was, night show. I think it was that night show. We were just saying that we thought, in our opinion, it was the worst show. Which is not. Well, that, that wasn't even really the argument. You just said we couldn't get this crowd moving tonight. That was, yeah. the, that was the issue. Yeah. We couldn't get this crowd moving tonight. And nobody could really. We even said that. Nobody could really get them going too well that night. Right. Yeah. What I was trying to say is like they nobody could really get them going, but they got considerably live since from the the beginning of our set to the end of our set. Mm -hmm. Like if you like, you know, if you could see the the first song to the last song, like everything went way, way, way up. It still wasn't like the greatest show of the tour. That's a rational thing to say. Me and Luke were just saying we thought it was the worst show of the tour as far as reaction and stuff not as far as our playing just as far as the reaction that's all we were saying and chris sort of agreed in his political way when he but he was more stern that night than normal because he's like well it certainly wasn't stellar <laughs> that's what he said isn't that what you said yeah I did that. so he said it certainly wasn't stellar. stellar i mean for chris that's a big thing to say that because he mm. he usually he'd be like well it could have been good or it could have been bad yeah it might have been a great show or it might have been a bad show like but he said it certainly wasn't stellar, so he almost committed. And then, almost, Evan lost it. And he started cursing us, calling us idiots, saying that we're doing this on purpose, like we're sabotaging the band because we picked one show out of 12 that was, in our opinion, our least favorite. That's really all there was to it. So I still don't understand like where, where that came from. And it looks I like don't you don't know. either. <laughs> no, I don't either. Because I was a, I agreed. Like I thought it was a good show. Yes, yeah. it was the worst show. If you're if you're ranking them, sure. I mean, if yeah, that's but exactly. I still what we were thought doing. it was dope. That's like, exactly it was, what we we're doing. Like I, I get a, I enjoy the shows that start off dead yeah. and end up like something like. But you see how we just went through and Chris said Overhausen was his favorite. Mm-hmm. We were just saying what was our least favorite. Me and Luke were saying, oh, that that show tonight so far is our, and he took it as if we were strangers, telling him that his band sucks, and he went crazy on us in front of a non-band member, which is very it's a big violation, very big violation, and to this day, uh, I think he should be, be held accountable somehow. I don't, <laughs> oh, know, what do I, do, I don't know. Tax him. He needs to be taxed. Maybe, <laughs> maybe for the next four shows, he has to load everything out in the next four shows. Ooh, I, mean, I don't know. Ooh, like, there needs to be some sort of structure in this band. There's none right now. People are running amok, doing and saying whatever they want. It's like the Wild West out here. It is. <sighs> it's a street justice joke. See, Chris, won't, Chris off, off the mics was saying, yo, that, I can't believe that motherfucker did that fucking shit. And now he's all quiet about it. <laughs> so I know you want something done, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God! Street justice, Chris. But for those saying? who know Evan, he you know, he got a little crazy with us, and me and Luke felt really bad. And Luke, I all night, Luke was like, "Yo, man, Evan's like a brother to me. I don't know." Rhythm what section. I don't know. Yeah, it was it's like the one. rhythm section. I know. Falling Luke apart. Went back to his bunk. And crying. maybe Evan's listening. Maybe he's not. I don't know. But it's, I had to get it out off my chest. Been bothering me this whole time. <laughs> and what other good stuff happened on tour? Anything? Man, we had that incident. Trying to get us coming home in the airport. Oh. The lady got fucking salty with Evan, right? 
Evans, getting salty with all what of us. What Evans say? Go Run fuck yourself home? to the lady. Yeah. Oh, because of the uh, yeah yeah. The, we couldn't get yeah. They, isn't that the, isn't that crazy? That's the biggest air, one of the biggest airports in the world, and it was just so fucking in disarray. And people were like yeah. story. Like you mother. Bastard. But listen, listen. We're really pushing our luck. For those that don't know, we're cheapskates. And we try every time to carry the two our two guitars on as basically a carry-on, which legitimately yeah, well, it's know. not a carry-on. But we get away with it 94% of the time. We didn't get away with it returning from London, and we decided if we make a big stink that we could make you know our argument legitimate, but we had no real good argument. Yeah, there was, was no real good ground. Not a carry-on, bottom well, line. I think that we should have just the, I, the the right thing to say upon researching this mm-hmm. was just say I I believe you but I would like to hear it from the security people mm-hmm. and then ah. we, we're not they, they can't stop you from going to the security with your stuff if the security wants to turn you back they mm-hmm. can turn you back because it's their job to tell you you're not allowed to bring it through security so she was she wasn't security. saying we can't carry it on she was saying they won't let you bring it through security. So she was a security. She wasn't security. She was an airline. Ah. Uh, airline. Now, person. do you think Evan telling her to fuck off was appropriate? Well, she was. We were. Like, she <laughs> was. I mean, she kind of deserved. I it. loved it. See now, okay, now that I remember that, Evan is forgiven. See, he redeemed himself. <laughs> he redeemed himself. I love it. I love when he gets nasty to people like that. He does not take shit from anybody. Man. You there? Sh- fuck off, bitch. <laughs> And she was like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. Like she chased excuse me, sir. Or... He sir. said, excuse yourself, cunt. Say it to my face like a man. Yeah. You're going to say it to my face like a man. Yeah, like a man. I'll punch you in your face like a man. Don't test us. So anyway, in the long run, we had to pay to get those two guitars on. But we did make a really big stink out. We were very dramatic. Yes. Yeah. We very said we'd dramatic. never fly with that airline again. But we're we're gonna tell all our Luke, friends. Was, Luke was like, she fucking cursed at me. I'm yeah. fucking cursing all you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> cursing me, motherfucker. Yeah, and, then, mad, right? and then he was telling every employee that she cursed at me. And I said, she, she cursed at you? He's like, nah. Yeah, she said Jesus Christ. That's oh. what she said. <laughs> yeah, she said Jesus Christ, guys. He was looking for a voucher. It's not that much of a big deal. I bet, uh, you might. always hear the stories about these upgrades and vouchers. I'm still waiting we to get We never got one. Shits ever one time. I got one on the way back from Columbia. That's man. right, looked- man. Got first class. That's awesome. It was cool, man. I didn't. I I didn't. I never thought it was like that big of a deal. You just get more room, but no, it's it's a different experience. Everything's better. You don't even mind flying, right? I don't mind it at all. I would. I would fly all day long if it was. Yo, on the way there, we had the literal worst setup you could get. We had five seats, and they were in five different rows. The center seat in each row. Yeah, that was rough. What? But the. I mean. The tickets were super cheap. So, yeah. Dude, that, I, I couldn't believe it. I got lucky because, remember, I was sitting next to some dude and his girlfriend was somewhere else. So, And they're like talking to each other. Like, yo, she want to sit over here? So I finagled my way out of that middle. And this this, nice. this broad took my seat and I took a, a, like a, a row seat. But when I can't take a plane ride like that in the middle, man, which bothers me. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah, we got lucky. Me and Luke got to... Uh... There was like an empty row, row behind me, I think, and I just like, as soon as I saw the situation developing, yeah. I was like, "This is not good." So I just moved back there yeah. and got lucky that no one, no one yeah. claimed that seat. You know, I hate flying so much. Oh man, it's fucking so boring. 
Oh. oh, but before the podcast started, we were talking about the Oscars. Yeah. The guy who won Best Actor. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. For the Joker. Now, did you see the Joker? He probably didn't. I didn't see it. You did. I did. Joker's a good movie. Joaquin's a good actor. Does a good, great job in it. My issue was he really didn't deal with a lot of people in that movie. It's more like a, like a soul kind of lonely, alone kind of guy. To beat Leonardo DiCaprio in his performance of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time, that's right. I, I don't know. He, his acting in that movie blew me away. Yeah. Might have been the best acting I've ever witnessed. Because really? he's acting and acting within the acting. He's dealing with all types of different people. And to one group of people, he's a chump. To another group of people, he's the boss. And then when he acts, he's a different person in a different world. So he's, he's an actor in this movie. He's playing an, he's playing an actor. Yeah. So you see him in his, you see the life of an actor in Hollywood who's kind of losing respect and he's kind of becoming outdated and obsolete. Mm-hmm. And there's a wow, new wave crazy. of hot shots coming in. He's trying to stay relevant. Well, <laughs> Chris, and then, Chris said, wow, that's crazy. The crazy part didn't even come yet, Chris. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, that's in that he has to act as an actor acting. That's crazy. He's yeah. acting yeah. like a different person, an actor yeah. that is an actor. It's fucking it's, Imagine this. Imagine <laughs> your mind, mind. Imagine I'm an actor and I'm playing a mechanic. And they have to show me fixing a guitar, uh, a, a car in a couple scenes. And a real mechanic might be like, oh, you know, he, you know, man, it kind of looks like, you know, but nobody cares. But he's not only an actor in this movie, but one of the scenes is he's actually acting in a different movie. And he's acting in the movie in such a way that you forget, you think you're watching a new movie. Yeah. <laughs> because it goes on for that long. And then all of a sudden he forgets his line. And then you're like out of, you're like, whoa, wait, oh shit. He's not this cowboy. He's, and it was, it was great. I don't I didn't, I don't know how anybody could have beat him for that. You know how, did you ever see Inception? Yes. You, okay. So there's like levels of dreams. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a dream within a dream. That's what he was doing as an actor. It's like wow. an actor who's being an actor who's acting like this, who's like, it's just crazy, the level. I'm not saying the movie really was the greatest movie, but his role was impressive. Yeah, it could have went either way to me. I thought they were both really yeah. incredible. Yo, Phoenix was super creepy. That's what you wanted for that. It just, he didn't deal with a lot of people. So I just think it would be an easier role. Like, playing that DiCaprio role would be like, and even the scene he's acting in, that went on so long with no... Uh, like camera cuts or anything i was like wait a minute what am i in the right movie theater this is like did the other movie end is this double feature it was good yeah but hey what do i know what do i know? speaking of actors isn't it crazy how everybody hates robert de niro now why did he hate robert de niro because he talked against trump these trump groupies you can't say nothing against the president oh unbelievable he's a I national saw, treasure i saw you made a little thing and some robert people de niro look Little scuffles started coming in on your little post on Facebook. Or you can't yeah. say nothing, right? I know you, it's crazy. Like, you but can, I don't, I don't want it to turn into like, yeah, you know, like there, the, the, there was like a somebody who who commented on it, who's a fairly right wing 
friend of mine, yeah. right? And somebody that I respect yeah, sure. for for different reasons, not for that, but for other reasons, somebody that I respect and look up to in, in ways, right? Yeah. So we can disagree. We could, we argue all the time about shit and, I, you know, debate on things. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really, I don't care that much because I, I like him, who he is yeah. as a person, right? So other people who I'm really quick. not even as close with just start attacking him and insulting him mm-hmm. and saying, you fucking piece of... And there are people that I would probably agree with more politically, mm-hmm. but at the, but now it's like, yo, you're fucking insulting my friend. Yeah. What are you doing? What if that was like your brother-in-law? Yeah. Like they don't even know. They just like blindly attack Yeah, him. they said, fuck you. Yeah. You fucking idiot. You fucking moron. Like, yeah. yo, come on, man. Relax. Yeah. This is You don't know who this, this guy country, is to me. Yo, this country is like shot, bro. It's so divided and people know. are so quick to just be like write people off i'm on this team throw them in a box so i i had a discussion with my son yesterday about this anthony because anthony was <clears throat> listening to a um some youtube clip or youtube channel and it was like a girl talking about um like feminism uh, but it, you could tell it was like clips of different conversations and like you know pieced together so she was talking about feminism and she was talking about uh, believing rape victims and stuff like that. And I was like, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, it's like funny clips of this SJW, uh, uh, S- social justice warrior. So it's like funny. Like, and I was like, why is that funny? Like, what's funny about it? He's like, I don't know. It's just like people say ridiculous things and like, you know, uh. and I was like. I hear what you're saying, and it is people do say ridiculous things, but you got to be careful <laughs> of putting people in a box and dismissing them as like they have nothing valid to say because they're a blank, yeah. SJW, mm-hmm. uh, Black Lives Matter, Republican, Democrat. Like you can't just dismiss everything that a person's saying because they're categorized as something. Mm-hmm. I said, so she just said something that was not funny at all. It was. Something about believing uh, rape victims. That's a real serious thing because mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of like nuance to that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who've been accused of rape that didn't do it. There's a lot of people who have been raped and no one believes them. Mm-hmm. So that's not something that should be just like dismissed and laughed at. That needs to be dug into and like, you know. When, a serious debate. Yeah, exactly. So like she might be saying something ridiculous in one sentence, but it doesn't mean that she's a moron who should be dismissed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's like a big, you know, I can correct my son. I can step in and say like, listen, and he understood what I was saying. And by the end of it, he said, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Like, I, yeah, that's not right. Yeah. So the, the rest of the world though, doesn't have somebody to check them. You know what I mean? Cause they're not 13. These are like, grown ass adults i do my best you know what i'm saying yeah these are grown adults like just dismissing entire segments of the population of the world population even if they say you know it's like global warming uh global warming uh deniers or or uh people who if you believe in a flat earth let the guy talk let him see what he's flat earth it is crazy it sounds crazy. A Klansman? But it doesn't, mean that everything, it doesn't mean that everything the flat earth person is saying yeah. should be dismissed. But there are some levels. Like when, like it's, it'd be hard 
when it gets too ridiculous, it's hard to take them serious and you yeah. kind of second guess everything they're saying. For sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, just don't don't like write people totally, off. Totally, totally. That's the way. Like you, you gotta be this way or that way. You gotta always believe the victim or you're pro rape. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, come on. There's a billboard on Route thirty three in in Snydersville. It says, When you believe the victim, we all win. Jeez. That's what it says. It's like and I drive past it every day and I'm like, that is so I mean, if you're gonna make crazy. a billboard, you could get something more <laughs> that something so- that's more true because that's just not true. It's not true. Yeah, that's not a true statement. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. There are things you could say that are actually undeniable and that's that's you could put true. a statistic. You could put a statistic. Yeah. This percentage you know, uh uh this percentage of women who get raped uh are are people don't believe their story. Mm-hmm. Put that statistic up there. That's like wow. Is that that real? You know what I mean? That's like a yeah. a number you could put and you could think about that number and be like, wow, It is crazy. not believing rape victims a, a big thing? Like is that cuz I never According I, to some studies, yeah. it's like a huge thing. Yeah. I would almost always believe it until proven otherwise. Like because yeah. I would say like why why you know, why would somebody say they were if they weren't? But then it happens. It does happen. I mean, it's it's a sick society, Chris. It really is. And you're part of it. You're left wing prick. Nah. But listen, Donald Trump beat the impeachment. That's one thing that we haven't been on the air since. Yeah. He killed Chris's Democrats who run the worst show. They Ever. didn't want They didn't want to call any witnesses because they didn't want their own getting pinched. That's the bottom line. Let's be. Let's be truthful. Why did they call witnesses, Chris? I mean, what else does it look like but just that? They were afraid, like, you know what I mean, that they were going to drag Open a can Biden of arms. in, drag his son in, and then they'd be all on display. But, and, you know, you could have had Bolton. You could have had drawing anybody you wanted. And they could have been a circus. But, hey. They would have been like, okay, you want Bolton? We want Hunter Biden. Exactly. And then what? That then was it. It was that. the worst. This guy gave you every bit of fucking information and then oddly enough that he admits that he sent rudy there you know the whole thing was to dig up dirt anyway after the fact he he was caught completely lying his multiple times yeah his base won't admit that but he did say he was asked why would you know rudy says you sent him he's like oh you have to ask rudy about that i just sent him he went on his own and then after the impeachment he said yes i sent him there he went on so i mean but but people don't know this was going to be the case his base doesn't care if he's lying exactly we know that but I mean, you had the opportunity. It's like the Democratic leadership. Give me a break. Like m- people are delivering stuff that's just so. It's just so there. Like you got to get your shit together if you want to be a governing party. You got to get your shit together. Yeah. And you're dealing with people who don't really have a. Le- they have a, a weird legislative agenda. They don't haven't really done very much. Mitch McConnell, 300 pieces of legislation sit on his desk since the new Congress took in place. He says, "I'm never going to pass it." That's dysfunction. No, and I, I guarantee a lot of people don't even know that. He's not going to pass it. doesn't give a fuck. And there's ones that bring down, you know, pharmaceutical costs and all this <laughs> other bullshit that's wrapped in with it. He ain't going to pass it. And you, that's dysfunction. I you know? He, I think he did pass something like that, though. No, it's, it's uh, HR. It's like two or three. We'll or have to like check that, that you out. Give it a, you know, there's stuff that's Now, what there. does the bad brains have to do with that, Bill? You know what I mean. House resolution. Oh, oh I thought HR. But yeah, I mean, you had the opportunity, man. You could have filed it right way through the court system, but you chose to take shortcuts. And then you fucked it all up because no, not one of you 
who's been in Congress for 40 years, has the common sense, the wherewithal, the thought process to lay, map something out. Now, Trump, after this impeachment, stronger than ever, just as predicted. Unchained. Unchained. He's Unchained. getting off his homies lately. He's, uh, he's this guy... Put him out of jail. This guy let him go home. This guy he pays no more fines. And you got these fucking rednecks are cheering for it. They're this, so happy that white collar uh, criminals are getting put uh, in the yeah, out of jail. Who, They're so happy. This is the guy that bankrupted the your farm, ringer. you dumb redneck. Oh my god! It's People insane, who wouldn't man. think twice about ramming the family farm right up your ass and taking every cent you have. Not even one bit of remorse. And They're you're cheering, cheering these fucking people on. What world are we living in? We need. A total nuclear holocaust. We need. firestorm. And we need ants, ants to live after that and slowly evolve and then maybe be like a <laughs> form of a frog human in 14 million years. And the frog humans get along a lot better than we did. Yeah. And the frog humans have else. nice stuff and swing sets, seesaws. They go swimming all the time because they love it. And gotta be, we, it, it comes down to purifying the... The oh, earth oh, of, of hey, Adolf. Reptile, reptilian oh, okay. blood. Reptilian blood. Purify from that reptilian bloodline. I thought you were going to Adolf. You no, know, but we, we were just talking before we had it rolling about, yeah, yeah okay, what, how long do you want these guys, these white collar crime dudes, to stay in, in jail? Okay, you know, fair enough. But Trump will always gravitate to the same kind of people. If you look at the people he's bouncing, it's all the same kind of corrupt, fucking bullshit, lying to Congress. Oh, he's uh, setting up a precedent. But he the shit stuff that, he, that does, he does, yeah. Stuff that he does. Yeah. That's not a big deal. Very unfair. Ain't motherfucker, it ain't very unfair if you ask that overwhelming evidence. It's not unfair if they have evidence on yeah. it. Yeah. How the fuck is that unfair? Yeah. And they're you know, found guilty unfair. by a jury. You it's know, like what it, boatloads of evidence. But for him, fake news, everything is very unfair. Yeah. Stop acting like a fucking cunt and everything will be fair. Jeez, yeah, that's your president, dude. He wants to get away with it. everything is unfair. When you're doing bullshit left and right, and you're getting people are saying, "What are you doing?" Somehow that's unfair. Come well, on, man. you have Roger Stone, and then he, they recommended he get nine years. Yeah, hand on the. And then he the did thing. the tweet, and then the Department of Justice stepped in and said, "Nope, no way, nine years. We'll figure something else out." I mean, he's he really is taking advantage of his position. That's it, for sure. Well, you know what it is. But he, listen, he shows every before week you start. Roger Stone was found guilty. Not by a mad judge who's a liberal, by a court of civ- a, a jury of civilians. Yeah. So I mean, in the end, uh, what's Trump doing? He's really taking any the little power we do have left, even as jurors. He's taking that out of our hands. Regular people found this guy guilty in all counts, and the judge recommended, as they do, what he should get for those counts, and then Trump went crazy and he got his home. Yeah, you know what it is? It's, it's that's up. the same kind of shit that you'd you know. We could, we could paint maybe I'm painted with a wide brush, but that's very much what a king could do. Oh, my friend, there's one set of rules for us, and there's another set of rules for you. My friend, your pardon, you just bounce him out. He did my dirty work for me. I'll just bounce him out, mm. and then there's no problem. And that's a, and that goes for all my Republican Chrissy. people out there who want to talk about imperial presidencies like Ted fucking Cruz. Oh, start looking about what's happening right in front of your eyes as these these stalwart institutions start to be eroded from the foundation up and you sit there silent. Every one of them sit there silent with their hands on their ass. You talk about Lion Ted? I am talking about Lion Ted. Never, he was very, very happy to, to coin. Yeah. Very, very happy to coin. Everything is an imperial presidency. You're living through one now. We're going to see the erosion of the institutions. We are witnessing it. 
We're witnessing the Justice Department's subversion. You, we've seen it. Let's Bill play Barr. a game. Let's. You know how Trump make nick, makes nicknames for his like opponent opponents. Indeed. Let's see if we can make good nicknames for his opponents. Do the first one. Pick a Democratic candidate. Let's do Bernie. Bernie first. Chris, go ahead. Good nick. If you were Trump, give him a good nickname. Wobbling Bernie. Wobbling Bernie. Yeah. That's a bad. Wobbling. That's too hard to t- tweet. The word wobbling. Might wobbling. Be- <laughs> wobbling wow i would call him muppet bernie muppet bernie ah muppet because of his arms because his, yeah, his arms and his hair he he looks like, a muppet. like a muppet i'm gonna say bite butter bernie hmm. and then i'll eventually start i'll say bite butter bernie bite butter, and eventually just call him triple b okay yeah i can see how you we, we go with that yeah bite butter bernie and then my i'd challenge my uh followers at the rally to come up with their own b this for him, right? And they could have fun with it. Yeah, they can yeah. make signs. Yeah, and make triple a B contest, crazy yeah. triple B. Lock them up, but they fuck whatever <laughs> chant they would come up like with. Like they made AOC a bad word. Yeah, AOC is like yeah, a, their a, initials. an insult now. Yeah, AOC, you know. Who's the next one? <laughs> That's like, Who's the next candidate? How about Mayor Pete? Oh, Mayor Pete. What do you got, Chris? Oh, fuck, I don't know. What rhymes with P? C D E. Well, I'm saying, but like something that would be because he looks like a little kid. Yeah. You could call him uh, Chris. Come on, wait, you're hang not, on, hang on. You're not gonna go to obvious this. Come on. No, man. no, no. I'm sorry, because he looks like a little kid. He looks like Alfred E. Newman in a way, doesn't he? From Mad Magazine. Because Trump would pick a diss him for like the way he looks. No, you know? he's not gonna diss him. Call him Pediatric Pete. Pediatric Pete. There you go. But that's not mine. I was giving yeah, that one. It's got to be like Gay Pete or Fairy Fairy Pete or something like that. That's that would be the. Good how about nickname. how about Penis Loving Pete? Oh, there you oh, go. That's wow. Yeah. PLP. Penis Pete. Hey, Triple B and PLP trying to go against me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Maybe, but did he call someone? Who do you call Alfred A. Newman? I know Trump did. Did he see some old diss? He on did. I, I think he would pull him out because he kind of looks like the Mad Magazine. He does look bit. like that. Now that you say that, right? I'm. I would Mayor think Pete looks like Mad Magazine. He'd be like, Mad Magazine Pete. Oh, that guy. Like, I, get to see I don't like guy. Mayor Pete. Yo. I don't like him. I get this picture of fucking Trump doing that. Like, you know, holding up. Alfred E. Newman is talking again. Now, for Warren, he goes Pocahontas. Pocahontas, Pocahontas all the way. Is great. It's yeah, not bad, right? That's great. He, do- he, she, he killed her. He killed her. And for Bloomberg, he's saying you got to stand on a box. That's he's thing. calling them Little Mike. Little Mike. Little Mike. Stand- wow. <laughs> yo, do you guys... <laughs> You understand we're talking Mike. about our president right now. Yeah, yeah, it's like a grade school fucking insult off. He's like a bully. He's like the rich kid bully. He's like Francis from Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> exactly. He's like he Biff like from, from Pee Wee Herman. Back to the Future. Yeah. I can't believe we're, and we're loving it. And we're thinking it's funny. And we're talking about the president. Yeah. It's called Francis from Little Pee-wee Mike. Herman. He's calling a guy who is worth $60 billion, Little Mike. He's calling a U.S. senator. Pocahontas. He's got, he he's calls another U.S. senator with an impeccable record, Crazy Bernie. He calls a congressman Lion Ted, and this is people love it. Little Adam like, Shift, but Little Adam Shift he calls him Shifty Adam, Shift. Shifty Shift. He always has a stupid fucking nickname. What a piece of fucking shit that he turned this country upside down. And people talk about working at Conway. It's nothing changed. Nothing fucking changed. You're hearing and reading tweets. Where's the proof? 
I get a check every week just Listen, like I did for the last 40 years. I'm, I don't see nothing. The economy's all right. It's, doing it's all right. But he promised 5% GDP growth. The jobs are coming back. The fucking empty factories all over the place. The market, the industrial sector is still, manufacturing sector is still fucking floundering around. Farm bankruptcies are Anyone up. that debates on, him, man. every time he says anything, you should just say, who's going to pay for that? Mexico? That's all you got to say, the whole debate. He said, I got a great plan for Who's going to pay for that? Trump? Mexico? Shut up. You failed. You never got Yo, Mexico to pay for nothing. You see how much money he fucking funneled out of Pentagon for his new his border world project? Yeah. And it fucking shit our blew money. down. It fucking blew down in a strong wind. It, it, well, it, it came down. It fell down. He gave his homie the contract. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah exactly. What are you going to do? And it was a Commodore construction, so I'm not making nothing. Yeah, All right, let's get out of the politics. We're sorry, everybody. It's sorry, we're sorry. We digress. Upside down. Nobody we cares digress. about nothing. Sorry for the digression. Uh, you want to hear a rape statistic? A rape stat? <laughs> what? <laughs> Terrible. Uh, uh, this is from National Sexual Violence Resource Center. Okay, so let me. This, if you could answer with me this statistic first. Out of all the percentage of of rape victims that Chris raped, how many are willing to forgive him? What? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> oh, does that we can't Google that one? One no. in ten, it says here. One in ten, what? Wow, Chris, yeah, you gotta forgive her. That's not good, Chris. Um, all right, this is the first stat right out of the gate. One in five women, and one in seventy-one men will be raped at some point in their lives. One in five women. One in five. Is this worldwide? Twenty percent. This is worldwide. Okay. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it, this is in the U.S. Sexual violence Holy in the U.S. Fuck. I bet it's more worldwide. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, this is crazy. Nearly one in ten women has been raped by an intimate partner in her lifetime, including completed forced penetration, attempted forced penetration, or alcohol drug facilitated completed penetration. Approximately one in 45 men has been made to in- penetrate an intimate partner during his lifetime. 91% so, of rape victims and sexual assaults are female and 9% are male. Jesus. In 8 out of 10 cases of rape, the victim knew the person who sexually assaulted them. 8% of rapes occur while the victim is at work. Uh, there's some cost and impact studies, which. Eh, whatever. Um, child sexual abuse. One in four girls and one in six boys will be sexually abused before they turn 18 years old. Jeez, that's very high. 34% of people who sexually abuse a child are a family member. 12.3% of women were aged 10 or younger at the time of their first rape victimization. And 30% of women were between the ages of 11 and 17. Uh, 28% of 27.8% of men were aged 10 or younger at the time of their first rape victimization. More than one third of the women who report being raped before age 18 also experience rape as an adult. So it's like a habitual thing for a lot of people. Like it's like it just, it follows them. Um, 96% of people who sexually abuse children are male. And 76.8% of people who sexually abuse children are, are adults. Uh, 325,000 children are at risk of becoming victims of commercial child sexual exploitation each year. The average age at which 
girls first become victims of prostitution is 12 to 14 years old. And the average age for boys is 11 to 13 years old for prostitution. Um, There's some wild shit. So someone like my age, is there any hope for me to get work in that department or? I don't know, man. You got (laughs) to. What What kind of world are we living? Brutal, brutal. Bunch of sex freaks. What's wrong with you people? I wanted to see something about like what. um, About. Um. People who report rape, like like uh, hey, how can that aren't believed, you know. I, I, that's what I was looking for. But these are the these are just like some highlights that I just kind of breezed through really quickly. But that's crazy, man. That like is, a lifetime of rape ahead of so many people born that is brutal into a lifetime of rape. You know what? Last time we were supposed to do a podcast, I told people to send questions, and I lost most of them, but I have a few. All right, then. So we'll go over them quick. This one, interesting, directed towards Joe, I would say, although your name isn't written. Uh, please, uh, this is kind of not, a, it's just a statement. Please write, and maybe you already did this, so you could tell him. Please write an anthem against the JW cult. Mm. I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, and that shit needs to be called out. Looking forward to the new podcast. Yeah, man, that's cool. Have um, you ever did that? Not directly like that, but yeah, like you know, there's there's parts of songs. I can't say anthem. I don't know if that's a good anthem topic, yeah. but um, I definitely like have written about it in songs here and there. It's such a small, um, there's such a small group of people who would understand and appreciate that if I yeah. if it was directly about that. You know, so what it's I mean? better to make it a little more accessible cryptic and and people could figure like it may be something they could relate to without saying those words but i definitely talk about it in lyrics here and there you know but yeah thanks man hang in there buddy find find your people they're out there this one asked when will you have keith james cpa on the podcast to talk taxes straight edge and about rolling with ray when he was younger and that question is from keith we can have Keith on, man. <laughs> Keith, oh, it is tax season it too. It is tax season. Maybe he could give us some tips for Keith, the people please, out there. Fucking please, give me something back this year, please. I'll tell you one thing about Trump: my tax returns suck anymore. Let's have Keith on and do a little tax anytime, talk. Anytime, anytime you want. It sounds boring, but I think we can make it fun. Tax talk. We'll have a little segment. So just get ready for the call, Steve. Uh, Keith, you're gonna come on and educate the people about what their rights are with taxes. Here's a question. Are you guys stoked to play, which will be our next show, Salt Lake City? Yeah. Yeah, man. I haven't been to Salt Lake in years, man. The last time I was there was with with uh, Mushmouth. Wow, yeah. That was a long time ago. I wasn't there, but I heard about that show. Um, Chris, have you ever been to Salt Lake City? I don't think I have. Wow. You guys want to see Space Jesus? Yeah. I yeah, do. man. I want to see all of that. I want to walk around the town check it out. Very dangerous place, Chris. Calm down. What? All right. You get Salt Lake Jack, motherfucker. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. Uh, yeah, I don't me really too. know. I think there was, there was one time a big straight edge scene there. If people know that the king of straight edge is coming to their city, maybe they rally and come to homage. the show. Perhaps, but maybe perhaps. they don't know I'm coming. I think there's a big uh, like skinhead scene there. There like is. Scene I think that's so. where we're going to be dealing with. I think it's... Uh, it's going to be a soccer kind of vibe, you know, 
which they seem to like our stuff because we're really into soccer and oh, stuff. Dude, we soccer. I mean, soccer. Nothing shit better than a good world. touchdown. Let's see. Hey guys, question for the podcast. Wait. Worst. This is feminine things in 2019. I think there was a ton, but I would like to know your thoughts. On oh, the like matter. things that have you know worldwide that have happened that are feminine. So last year, 2000, because it's only. F- yeah, it's only February, so we're early in 2000. In 2019, what was a big, wow, that's mad feminine deal mm. that we might have noticed? Any trend? I'm going to tell you, the to me, the most feminine, obvious thing is the way is male Trump groupies. Wow, Joel. Yeah, just, that's I mean, insightful. Male yeah. Trump groupies is the most feminine, like... They might as well start throwing their underwear at it, And it's un unprecedented like it doesn't it's never happened before like <laughs> you hear what chris said? He said they might as well throw their underwear underwear <laughs> chris say it's really crazy trump. man throw your nasty tidy whitey redneck trumps at trunks at trump and somehow it's like before he came along if a, if a, somebody from that crowd would be like praising a man in this way I know, I know, it I know. would be the most ridiculed thing ever like nobody would ever you let somebody get fruits. away and wow man they just like abandoned that whole you cock sucking fruits <laughs> built a wall lock her up it's like Mr. Ed learning how to count shut up <laughs> alright what else we got that is feminine anything else we, oh, I don't want to skip over his question too quick let's see that's a great one 2019, very feminine things. Uh, you know, the big resurgence of like country music really bothered me. I think it's always been fucking big. Yeah, I, I don't know. Really it was never on my it's radar. Been huge. Yeah, but there's a whole segment of the population where that's all these people is listening to. Yeah, but they don't you know. count those people. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I don't know. It seems, and, and, and the lyrics are about, so it's. Sitting in a pickup truck, having a Budweiser, a, a <laughs> the real Americana. It's the something most, you don't understand. Who gives a shit lyrics? Yeah. The most who gives a shit lyrics in in popular lazy music. ass fucking music. Country suckers, country fruitcake, feminine frauds. What else is feminine for uh, for 2019? Mm. Uh, I don't know, man. Ugh. I bet I had something last week. I probably forgot. Okay, let's see. What else we got here? Where can I download the Twisted Sister cover y'all did? From Ooh. Uncle Maddie Supplies. What a great guy. What a great guy, huh? Uncle Maddie. Yeah, what's up, Maddie? I don't know if you're going to have to uh, wait much longer. To download, though? You're going to be able to hear it whenever you want, but I don't know. Like, It's got to be available somewhere, right? We can just know. put it up as a single, right? wonder how, like, how it would be. Anyway, let's. We could tell people it'll be out eventually. We did a video for a cover song we did, and it's a fun video, real goofy. We just goofing around, having a great time. A really you see good now more fun and, side, uh, a whimsical side. Yeah, you see a really fun, loving side of Chris, where he almost looks coherent in this video. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's on the spectrum. <laughs> you see extreme close-ups of Jotham right off the. <laughs> wow. Yo, it's crazy. I look like purple and odd <laughs> yeah. hues of it doesn't look like human skin. <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm like but, sweating. Uh, my eyebrows are all fucking. The cover over. song is the Twisted Sister Burning Hell song. So when that comes out, 
of course, it'll be on YouTube all the time, available for you to laugh and enjoy and and look at how great we play our instruments, how we killed Twisted Sister and played it so much better. But uh, and share it, people. You gotta share yeah, it. Share man. it. It's enjoy so helpful it. when you share, share, share. But maybe share, we could share. post it. Somewhere. Sharing is yeah. caring. Maybe it's we could cool. post it on Spotify. Or I don't know. I don't know how to do that, but maybe. Yeah, I guess we'd have to get a. I don't know. We'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Is that feminine? I want to know how Richie feels about men who take too many selfies. Ooh. That's from OG Ezra. Or Ogezra. It's all one word. Ogezra. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. Ogezra or OG Ezra. Or Ogezra. Huh. But uh, is that, yeah, I mean, if you're taking selfies. As a little joke, a little gimmick. I don't, I don't know if I go as far as to say, well, not as far. I don't know if I would say it's feminine. I would say it's like a mental illness. That's well, I mean, that's, that's a, current a lot. to like a, this world. Yeah, a, 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 but a lot. In. You got to take a lot to get to the mental illness one. And there are people that that definitely there. But let's say, okay, let's pick a, a, a guy that we used to come, he used to come on here a lot, Ray. Okay. He seems to take a lot of selfies, okay? And it doesn't seem like they're ever joking. It seems like he's really feeling himself oh, in these selfies. You know no, what I'm saying? Richie, no. It, no, Richie, no. No, Richie, no. Will you agree that the amount of selfies he takes and the poses he chooses and knowing they are, he's taking himself very seriously during the self, would you say that they would be categorized as the feminine category <sighs> for raised selfies? I don't think so. Chris, stop being. What do you mean? You know, Chris, have you ever even taken a selfie? No. Okay. See, <laughs> why are you getting them off the hook? Do you know how to take a selfie, Chris? I don't know how to work my phone. Dude, listen. Let me, I'm going to go. Let's to, show me some proof. All right. Let me go. I don't want to hear visuals. what you're saying. It's, like, it's disturbing. You're crushing to me. me. You're to crushing hear what me. You're saying right now. Let me see if I can find this guy. I know Ray takes a lot of pictures with his lady. Now he does. Yeah, now he forgot all about us. Okay, here, here we go. Here's a very oh, recent one. Like, okay, come on. Who? Uh, I mean, it's not really. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if it's isolated. In, in fairness, he looked very ugly in that picture. So. Yeah, but he don't know that. Yeah, like, but I, I'm just saying, like, it can't be. He, look, that's not feminine. But what do, gotta, what do you got? What do you got to choose? Look like the bags under his eyes. But he thinks he's looking fresh. Come on, yo. <laughs> Uh, that's feminine. All right. That's uh, this is then this is like yo, listen, I'm not like skipping a lot of say, listen, say. I'm not sk one? skipping. Okay. All right. Well he's showing okay. off the, the building, you know. <laughs> another one right there. It's uh, kind of a cool picture though. But it's a, another selfie. Yeah. Look the back of him. Like he just wants he's to, wearing a purse he's wearing in this a purse? one. He's what? wearing a Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. What what do you mean? Get the fuck out of here. He's wearing a purse in that one. I don't know, man. It says I, Longwood Avenue. He got a purse on, and he's like walking his and his back. He timed it so it takes a picture of his back. Like, come on, dude. Well, look you at think this. that he took that picture? Look, look at this one. He looks it, it, ridiculous. He did it anyway, but that doesn't get him off the hook. Fuck. Uh, Joe, am I being wrong or what? I'm trying to help the guy. No, you're not. Jeez. Fuck. Dude, hey, you got to come in and talk about this, Ray. You got to come in. See, that's not a selfie, though. Somebody took that. Nah, he set his phone up. Where? In oh. the middle of the sidewalk with a tripod? That Somebody took that up. Nah, he set his phone up, 100%. What do you think he put his phone on? Like a mailbox or something? Just like this one. Who took this Let's one? Somebody's it. laying on his floor. 
Like he set his phone up, probably leaning against one of his old ass shoes and took this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's disturbing to hear what I'm hearing. I right can't now. believe it. To see what I'm seeing. That's a great picture. Yeah, he, on, well, he looks good, all right now, one, but picture. it's like, it's still a look. Yo, who's laying on the floor in the street to take it? <laughs> He took this selfie on the street. He's leaning against the pole. The camera shot is from the street on the floor. Who's taking that? He set it up. He put it on a timer. Cars are passing. He's leaning on a thing like he's all that. His girl is is kind of short. She didn't Maybe take she did that. that. No, no. She got to be real short. <laughs> you got to be, be a mouse level to take that. Look, another one. He's setting it up on the floor. And he's fucking, you ain't in the joint no more, son. We know what you look like. You know. Fuck. I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like what I'm hearing. Okay, it's just, I'd like to move on from this question. Yeah, please, please. Let's move on from this. And not the floor shot. Okay, yeah. come on. Mm. So to answer the guy, and it goes on and on. And we just, I just did a quick I think, thing. Now I'm gonna say this is so many selfies that maybe he's over the edge. Maybe it's he's crossed over to mental illness. Wow. I'm gonna say he's just feminine. Yeah. On that, on that, on that tip. But yeah, you know what? Too many self. If you take it yourself for the fun of it. If you got more than yourself, a selfie means just yourself. If you got more than yourself, and you're good. You're clear. Yeah, you just need to have that person in the yeah. background. That's yeah. all. Even if, if they it's don't just even you, know. and if, you, if you're showing off like a black eye or a scar on your face, you take a selfie. That's great. I like that. But if it's just you, and you're, not, and you're like doing a selfie where you're not looking, <laughs> at, you know, like, because what you got to do is, is, okay, picture. You're trying to be a candid selfie. Yeah, picture yeah. yourself. Or if you do the selfie when you're in bed with your eyes closed selfie, you've seen that. Don't yeah, even, yeah. I, what? Dude. Like, person be like this. The fuck is that? They, and they act like they sleep, they're sleeping and they take a selfie. I don't understand like, the world anymore. All right, listen. Feminine. Yes. You're right, my brother, OG Ezra. Okay. When you're coming back to California, I know you're hitting SLC, trying co- to convince the wife to fly out for that one. Listen, Ian Trell. We have no plans hitting California, unfortunately. We were working on it. Yeah, didn't really happen. And I would say we still are in a way, uh, but not not uh, there's nothing tangible yet. Nothing, nothing even tangible. close. I would say take that trip to Salt Lake. Yeah. We may never hit California the way we operate. Maybe one at a time, but we can do a little solo acoustic piece while we're there. But. <laughs> As a band, we'll probably, ne- I don't know, I can't even see us going there anytime soon. Man, so I would love to see Chris do a solo Wisdom and Chains. I'd love to see him sing something. I know. We tried uh, to talk Chris. We tried to convince that. him that we need no. him to back We only we know you can't sing back. if you show us you can't we sing. We saw 12 shows in a row of Street Talks. Every dude, like a machine, their backups are perfect. Really good. They sounded so strong. Mm-hmm. Just having that extra voice in there sounded so strong. And meanwhile, strong. I'm doing all the backups alone. I can't Richie's do it no the, literally, Evan had no voice at one a- point. After one song, I would show Evan's done. Richie's carrying this, this major load of doing all the I backups. Guys, I can't do it no more. Chris guys. is only moving back and forth. Chris, He's I not even going side to side. He's only going back and forth. I know. There's no reason why he couldn't do backups. He's only moving one dimension. Chris will only do it if he has the Billy Bio microphone. Yeah, Chris, if we get you that mouth, like the Madonna piece, will you do it? It has to be modified so it goes to the side of my mouth. You know, my favorite thing about Billy doing that is that, like, every now and then, like, during the song, you hear him going, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You hear him breathing. (laughs) But it doesn't pick up all his breath. But every now and then, he would be, like, singing, and then you hear, (laughs) Yo, it's a powerful little mic. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Cool setup. Well, yo, the Cali dude, tell the wife, go to Salt Lake, have fun. 
hang out with Luke Rota. He'll buy you some wings. And who said that? Uh, Ian Tell, Trell. Ian Trell. Yeah, okay. You could come out, bring your gi, bro. Yeah. We'll do some rolling. Oh, I is he a jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring your stuff, man. You come know? Out to Salt Lake, yeah. Is he good? What belt is he? Yeah, he's good. We rolled at the black and blue roll before. What belt is he? I don't know. I want to say purple, I maybe can't. brown. He's too, he's too maybe low. Maybe brown. He's too low for me. All right. He's <laughs> too low for me. All right. For the podcast question from Albert. Were there any new UK or European hardcore bands that impressed you during your recent tour? Man, you know, it's tough. Like, a tour like this is so dope. But one thing that you kind of miss out on is seeing, like, a different local act every night. Yeah, there wasn't any. Uh, yeah, was, the package was the package. But we yeah. did roll the, the whole tour. We did uh, roll out with um, Cutthroat from L.A. and and Count Time from L.A. Very good band. So they were cool dudes. Yeah, it was fun chilling with them. And I got to say, man, Count Time. There's, they reminded me of Knuckle Dust in many different ways. Oh, yeah? They sound, they, they, not quite, well, yeah, they kind of sounded in a certain way, they sounded like Knuckle Dust, but they just reminded me of Knuckle Dust as in one of my favorite a bands. A band that sprouted from somewhere where you think a band wouldn't. Yeah. Sprout oh, yeah, from. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get that. And so for that reason, I just like love them. I love that. It's a, hardcore band from east la and they're like they got a dude from from england in the band too Who? it's just the the one guitar player oh, like, like straight up like british like he's like he's like, english yeah. You, yeah, yeah and he's like in the band it's just like the weirdest like thing ever like you wouldn't think a band but that's how bands happen that's like an yeah. organic band you know well from if you the, look at the us, neighborhood basically. do we look like we would even know each other i mean I don't think so. They're like, oh, there's a real cool guitar player playing rhythm, and the rest are just fucking nerds. How's he know them? Horrible. No, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. But listen, you were just talking about English people. We played our last show in London, and we saw Wima. We saw Ray. We saw Pelbu. We saw Louis. Gaiopang. Yo, best people in the Emma. world. Ammo. Yeah, I thought I was Ammo gonna, was so drunk though he disappointed me. I thought I was gonna kill him when he came up. I brought him up on stage. I didn't realize he was that drunk. Yeah. And I thought he was gonna die just getting over the barrier and then coming up on the stage. Yeah, he was and so he was wobbling around. Was I was like, so damn, wasted. bro. But I love those dudes though. Yeah, we had a great another time. question. What up? Does anyone speak any other languages than English? Of course I mean Murrican English, Richie. That's right. Chris, some Greek or like some Italian? Question mark. Much love, Halil. I used to be able to speak a little Greek. Please say used it in to. Greek, Chris. Yeah, I haven't used it in so say long. Say it in I, Greek. I, I fucking forgot it all. If I don't use it, I don't remember. Come on, a phrase. Give us something. You could say Galinita. Oh, that means yo, nice ass, baby. I know that one. That's good. You no, know, you could also say uh, when yelling at girls, you go Kukliumu, my little doll. You know, Kukliumu, my little doll. Huh? <laughs> You must have learned that from like a grandparent or something, because yeah. I don't think dudes are saying that. It's a uh, Greece. Yeah, I don't know. My little it's doll. Old. That's old. I used to be right? all right with it a little bit, but I suck. I can't can't follow it. It goes, sounds like it's so fast to me now. Joe, you know any language? I tried to learn uh, Italian on Duolingo. You know that app? You yeah. heard of that? See, see, see. I tried to do uh, Italian on Duolingo, mm -hmm. and I stuck with it long enough. I I can understand like certain words in a sentence mm -hmm. 
and it helps you to kind of piece together a sentence. But I could I could never speak Italian to somebody. Um, Is it a good? I app, did the though? same thing with German with, a, with a learning um, program called called uh, um, it's not Rosetta Stone. It was a different one. I don't know. I've tried over the years to pick up languages when it when it strikes kind of hard, man. It's hard. I know. Of course, I know Italian. I spet Of course, I know some Czech kakat. Of course, I know. Of course, I know some German zagniana titten. Of course, I know some. And oh my God! Yeah, I know. American, of course. I know English. I know Australian. New Zealand. I know Irish. Uh, I know <laughs> New Zealand. Uh, what well, I know most dialects of Canadian. Uh, so I know quite a few languages, sir. Most dialects of Canadian. My sister speaks a lot of languages fluently, and I That's don't know wild. how she does it. It's crazy, but she can speak French, German, Spanish, uh, and Russian. Wow. Russian is she a traitor? That's crazy, man. Yeah. Okay, listen, I had language. a lot of other questions from other media sources, but they're they're buried now. I can't find them, but I was able to find those. So that's cool. To man. the other good, ones, man. we we uh, sorry about that, but yeah, we got to a few. But that is our next show, Salt Lake City. We're gonna get nitty gritty, March twenty first, I believe. Is it twenty first? Twenty first or twenty second? I thought. I thought. Well, playing 21st. two nights. Okay, twenty first. March 21st. Okay, that's our next show. And then our show after that, we have April in New York City with H2O. Sold out. If you want to come, sorry. (laughs) You can come hang out on the sidewalk. That'll probably be fun. No, don't. Leave your ass at home. You should have bought a ticket. Yo, how about Black and Blue Ball this year? Black and Blue's looking great. Stacked. You got Agnostic Front. You got Mad Ball. You got Gorilla Biscuit. You got Sick of It All. You got the Masters. You got Murphy's Law. I mean, this is, it's it's a no-brainer, a total success, great show. But now what do you do next year? I don't know. They Maybe should take say, a year off. They should say, yo, check it out. This is it. No more after this. Wow. Go out with a bang, son. That would be the biggest bang they could do. It's great. It's great. I would love to see... <clears throat> GBAF Sick of It All on the same day kind of like that old VCR tape that they used to sell remember that NFX Records mm-hmm. had those three bands doing a live set I would love to see that but you know it's, but my standout of, is on the whole bill is Madball you know that's that's what I'm about it's so crazy man because they're Madball you know what I mean they're Madball Madball mad but ball. on a lineup like this and for the sake of they should be headlining both headline. nights yeah you know what i'm saying like they're mad ball but we are it's mad almost ball from new york city like how do you fit mad ball into this bill when the the bands that you're using to i mean you, you are using mad ball too to push the, the lineup but it's just like it's a tough call well, i think because mad ball played last year they put them a little you know a little down it's the, tough it's a tough yeah, thing to but, put them on the lineup because they could easily headline you totally, know? it should be, but that's just me. You know, but they, I mean, honestly, there's you know four, five of those bands could headline. Yeah, five of those bands could easily headline. Yeah, will you go you to see Burn headlined before, yeah. right? And they're on the the lineup. They're so it's like, lineup. 
Uh, yes, I will go this year. Chris? Okay, I shouldn't even ask Chris. He won't be anywhere near there. I think it's. Unless I we, think it's almost like a historical thing. Yo, let's you know trick I mean? Chris because he'll forget about this. Tell him that we have a show. Tell him we're playing and make him go and just oh, make him watch so all the bands. Sad and miserable. People will be like, "Does he? Is he on the spectrum?" Our spectral friend. Let's get him a helmet. Spectral friend. <laughs> get him a shirt with a, a spectrum on it. Chris, this is this you is what guys we should are do. terrible. We should have some kind of contest, and if Chris loses, he has to wear a T-shirt that we give him. And we're going to give him a t-shirt that says, I'm special. Oh, my and God. And he's going to have to wear no that. No way. Get out of here. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Why not? Then you got to step it up. miserable. If you, don't do, if you don't at least try backups in practice, then you got to wear the t-shirt. That's yeah. the rule. I feel like I saw uh, you did it once or twice. And Crutch used to do backups all over the place. No, I didn't. Uh, maybe you didn't. I don't know. No, I feel like you did it with Wisdom and Chains. <laughs> Hell, man. I feel like you did it with Wisdom and Chains. I've seen you. I remember when you played bass. When he was playing bass, That's right. he used to Not, do backups. When I he did played do bass, back, I never yes, backups. Yes, you I would, did. Occasionally, I would go occasionally. yell something into the microphone. Yeah, occasionally. And well, like, like, that whim, occasion like on a whim. Back. Oh, you guys are crazy. So why wouldn't you do it like to help the band, not just to tickle right, your, Joe, your Joe. ego? Joe, check it out. Pick a song that he has to practice one song. Easy. Something easy. Anything. Go Dragging me down. Okay. Chris. Faultless. You don't even have in to our next, next practice. You are going to. You guys are the worst. You're going to give it a shot of dragging me down, a legitimate shot. You're going to do the backup vocals. If you don't try, it's up to you, but you will wear the t shirt. <laughs> or, or a hat. Like a new hat. Now he'd wear any it has hat. To be he, a wouldn't new hat. he wouldn't care about the hat. He wouldn't care about it. He'd gladly wear a new hat with crap ass old hats he got. But <laughs> that t shirt, that's I'm a special t shirt. And, and we'll send us. Guys, the, uh, I just can't do two things at once. I'm telling you. Chris, yeah, okay. you guys, a doctor. He, he became a doctor in, in a college. He was writing his book yeah. on tour. He was like. You can't do two things at <laughs> once. Yeah. In the backstage, he would crack open his laptop and <laughs> notebook, and he'd be in there writing notes and editing his work, and he's, he's getting, getting ready to have a book mm-hmm. published. Mm-hmm. And he can't hit a power chord on dragging me down yeah. and then say a couple words after the, the power chord he hit. Get out of here. You going to do it, Chris? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right, I'm going to make the shirt. Chris, call Joe, come on, call make, Joe Stanley. Make the shirt. Come on, Chris. I'm going to make the shirt. We need you, dude. You Chris, when do you think dogs? this will go up? Uh, Before this weekend? Probably over this weekend. I'm going to try. Over this weekend. You're going to announce a show. We got a show with Mushmouth this weekend. I could try to get it out. At yeah. Champs. yeah, Winter Jam. Winter Jam at Champs. It's a Friday and a Saturday. You got Friday. You got, I saw Shattered Realms playing. Uh, I know uh, Departed will be playing. I know Gloves Off will be playing. A lot of bands. But Champs in Trent, New Jersey. Winter Jam. Come out. Have fun with Mushmouth. <clears throat> Anything else, boys? I think that's it, right? Put on the Jimmy Jacket and wrap it up. All right, then. And uh, Chris, I'll send you that audio of... of uh, Do that, please. Chris A. Luke's award ceremony. Yes, I'd like that audio, and I'll, I'll rip it, and I'll edit it in. We got to yeah. make a video of us uh, video of us interviewing Luke while he's holding his, his, his award. We may be able to try to stream it. Maybe we could hook up like a streaming thing. Let's do it. You know, we can get yeah. it out there. See, Chris gets excited over the technology. Yeah. I like technology. <laughs> I like technology. He likes that more than he likes backwards. All right, we're going to make you a digital shirt then if you. <laughs> oh, my a God. A digital shirt. All right, get out of here. Thanks for listening. Post-America Podcast.
at gmail.com or at post America podcast on Instagram. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck is this doing? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker. <laughs>